0: Hey friends, welcome back to Unshakable. Welcome to my home office. It is great to have you with us today. We're continuing to talk about issues of church culture. And uh, the title of this episode is, Are You Going to Wear That? Which means we're going to tackle one of the most controversial subjects in the last, I don't know how many decades, at least going to back to when I was a kid. And that is, what are you supposed to wear to church? What is the appropriate thing to wear when you come into the presence of God with your fellow believers on a Sunday morning. I want to start today by doing a little bit of a historical review. If you look back at the 20th century, I would say for the first 70 years or so, it was commonly agreed among Americans that when you came to church, you put on your Sunday best. We've all heard that phrase, Sunday best. And the commonly understood meaning of Sunday best for men was a suit, or at least a coat and a tie, And for women, it meant dresses and skirts. Now, later in the century, things began to change, and it particularly began to change with uh, the growth of the evangelical movement and what we call the seeker-sensitive church movement. And so the dress code shifted over that time from Sunday best, suits and dresses, to what we we called back then business casual. So what that would mean for, for guys would be like Dockers in a polo shirt, uh, for ladies, they were now wearing pants. <gasps> they are wearing pants and casual tops, things like that. So we went from this more formal look of Sunday best to business casual. So more and more, this idea of Sunday best was giving way to come as you are. And that became uh, the motto for a lot of churches, just come as you are. Uh, but predictably, come as you are eventually over time devolved from business casual to really casual. And uh, and that basically meant, you know, in some cases, jeans and t-shirts. It might mean in hotter regions like Southern California where we gather. It might mean wearing shorts and sandals or flip-flops. And that same casual trend wasn't just happening with the folks in the chairs. It was happening with church leaders as well. There was a time when it was absolutely unheard of that the pastor or preacher wasn't wearing a full suit when he got up to preach behind that pulpit. And basically the line was, look, if you're going to get up there and you're going to handle God's word, well, then you should show proper respect and reverence and awe. And the same standard was often applied to other leaders in the church, the music director or elders or deacons who were in the building. And it was also often applied to their wives. There was an expectation that their wives also should be dressed more formally. Now, obviously, a lot has changed in the last 30 or 40 years, but don't get me wrong. There's still a lot of churches out there, especially in certain parts of the country, where people still put on their Sunday best and preachers are still wearing suits. But there's an equal number of pastors and preachers like myself who don't believe it's a requirement to wear a suit or even a coat and tie to handle God's Word appropriately. And I'll share some more about that in just a second. Now, the trend towards dressing down hasn't just happened in the church. It's important to understand that things in the church just sort of reflect the broader movement of what's going on in the American culture as a whole. We just don't dress up as much as we used to. Uh, If you really want to kick, go back and find some really old uh, film of people in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Uh, People dressed up formally to do anything, just to go down to the market, anywhere in public, you see people dressed to the nines, or if you really want to laugh, look at old uh, photos from like the sixties and seventies on airplane flights. People dressed up to take flights. It was like a formal affair. It's absolutely amazing to watch. Of course, today it's anything but that, but take a look at that. That's the way our culture used to be. My point in sharing all that is that we should understand that how we dress in this country has always been an issue of cultural norms and expectations. Uh, many decades ago, 50, 60 years ago, people just didn't think it was right to go out in public unless you were completely dressed up. And they, especially if you went to church, they would say it just it just feels wrong to not be wearing formal clothing. And by the way, that that used to be true in the business world as well. Some of you know that before I went into full-time ministry, I spent 15 years in the corporate world. And I wore either a suit, uh, coat and tie, sometimes just a dress shirt and tie, but always a tie for 15 years every single day. And I never thought anything of it because that was just the standard. And of course, those days, it seems, are long gone. People just don't think that way anymore. And I'll be honest with you, the recent COVID lockdowns didn't help. Once again, when I was in the business world, there was no such thought of this working from home or telecommuting. That just, it wasn't a thing. So it was an expectation that you got up early in the morning, you got in your car, you fought the freeways, and you went and you worked in your office for 10 to 12 hours. Then you fought the freeways to come home. And that was just life. And again, we never thought anything else of it. But now folks have become accustomed to the idea of working from home. So we can roll out of bed. We don't even have to change out of our pajamas. We can go to our desk somewhere in our house, and we can log on and get some work done. Uh, so that has contributed to this idea of dressing down in culture. And listen, I will, uh, I'll admit to a confession today. I don't have a traditional church office. Um, so the place where I go to study and to work online is here in my home. So here's my confession. If I have a morning where I don't have any appointments with anybody and I'm just working from the house, Yeah, I'm often working in a t-shirt and a pair of workout shorts. And uh, on sermon writing days when I'm hunkered down and I don't want to be bothered, I don't have any interruptions, I don't dress up. Because I'm not convinced that dressing up is going to make my sermon any more holy than it is. So with all that said, let's now consider how we dress for the Sunday worship service. Because that is our focus. First of all, we need to ask and answer the question, is there something special or set apart about the Sunday worship gathering? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes, and I don't have time to prove that to you right here and now. Maybe that'll be something I'll do for another video, but we are commanded to gather for corporate worship. And the gathering of the saints has been the pattern of the church from the very beginning up until this day. So it's biblically and historically indisputable that the gathering on Sunday is very important for us and it's important to the Lord. But here's the key question then. Does that fact that it's special, the fact that it is set apart, does that mean we have to dress in a certain way? Well, has God said in his word, has he told us clearly exactly what we should wear to church or how formal we should be in church? The answer is no. But his silence on the issue doesn't mean that we shouldn't carefully consider it. And there are principles and scriptures that we can extract from the text itself in order to inform our convictions on what we should wear. So we have Sunday Best and we have Come As You Are. Is there a stronger biblical mandate for one or the other? Well, I think I can argue for both cases, but I can also point out some weaknesses in both sides. In fact, I think I can point out some pitfalls that we can fall into whether we're this side or we're that side. And I think I can also argue and I think strongly argue for a middle position on this. So let's, let's dive in a little bit deeper. Let's start with the Sunday best crowd, the folks who think it's better to dress up for Sunday worship. Um, they would say that if you come to church on Sunday in casual clothing, that you're taking a posture that is disrespectful or irreverent towards the Lord. And uh, you can almost hear them say something like this, At least wear something a little bit nicer than what you wore to the mall or to the beach yesterday. After all, here we are today. We're meeting with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And listen, we shouldn't be too hard on these folks. In fact, I think we should respect those who want to sort of raise the bar and to create a more formal atmosphere because of the importance of the moment. In their mind, it recognizes both the high and lofty aspect, the transcendence of God, but also how close he is, his imminence that he is right there, present in our midst when the church comes together. And if you think about that, that really does, it really should require in our hearts uh, a sense of reverence and awe, and we can reflect that in the clothes that we wear. Now, here are some of the possible problems that go with the Sunday best mentality, some of the things that we can stumble into in terms of just having a sinful attitude. Dressing up for church can actually become an idol. If it goes unchecked, we can begin to think how we look, and especially how nice we look, that it's more important than worship itself. There's also some churches where dressing up has become such an extreme that it's almost a fashion show. It's about who can outdo each other with their particular outfits. It can also cause people to get puffed up and become prideful because they have come to the conclusion that they're more spiritual or more godly than the others because of how well they dress, because they're reverent in the way they look. And of course, such a person is always in the grip of temptation of judging others, of looking down their nose at those who come in casually and judging their spiritual condition based on the fact that they didn't dress up for church. And friends, here's what you have to know. There is no biblical, exegetical case for wearing formal clothes to church. Now, there are all kinds of factors uh, that might lead us to do that, um, some of which are rooted in certain denominations where it's just, again, it's a cultural standard that we dress up more. Uh, Some are region-based. There are parts in the country, in the South, for example, if you go to church in Tennessee or Alabama or Georgia, it's likely that folks are going to dress up more than they do in Southern California. So there's all kinds of factors involved here. But if you doubt my conclusion that this is a purely cultural issue and you want to insist that, nope, Sunday best is the only way to go, then let me challenge you with a question. If it's really about dressing as formal as possible, why would you stop at Suits and Dresses? if you really want to take that to its logical extreme why not tuxedos and formal gowns all right well let's turn our attention to the come as you are crowd what would they say well they would say first of all dressing up for church is sort of an outdated concept but more importantly they would say look uh, we just we want to be more comfortable when we come to church because it's a more authentic expression of who we are And it's a more genuine way for us to worship the Lord. So we just, we throw on whatever, we come, we we work hard, we serve, we worship. and, And who cares what we're wearing? It just doesn't matter. And after all, they would point out, look, we're supposed to make all of our lives an act of worship, and God is present everywhere. So they would ask the question, does that mean we have to be perpetually dressed up to worship the Lord? And listen, they're right to point out that God is not impressed by what we're wearing, neither is he offended by it. When you think about this, when we get out of bed in the morning, let's say we're going to have a quiet time and we come into his presence to study the word or we come in to pray. Do we have to dress up for that? Does anybody really dress up for their morning quiet time? And then again, if you want to take it to its logical extreme, if how we're dressed in the presence of God matters, then are we not allowed to even say, sing praise songs while we're in the shower? But, just like the formal side, there are also pitfalls that go with this more casual approach to coming to worship. Listen, being comfortable can also be an idol. And by leaning on comfort, we can actually excuse away things like laziness and lack of preparation and just lump it all under this, well, I'm trying to be authentic, when really that's not the issue. We've just made comfort our idol. And by the way, it's not any more authentic to dress down than it is to dress up. You're not more godly or more genuine before the Lord based on your casual clothes. And yes, I do think there is a concern, a legitimate concern, that when you arrive for church on Sunday dressed as casually as you did for the barbecue the day before, that it can, and I stress that word can, can lead to having an irreverent spirit that doesn't take seriously how special the gathering of the saints is. It's also true, just as it was with the more formal folks, that, that folks who, who come as you are can get judgy. They can look down their nose, or in this case, maybe look up their nose at those who are dressed up and judge them as being outdated or, or, or being too formal, whatever that might be. So this idea of judgment goes both ways. So, friends, listen, this is a slippery issue, as you can tell. If you've been with me all the way through to this point, This is a slippery issue where both sides can find themselves potentially stumbling into sin. Okay, enough of the setup, right? Are you ready to bottom line this? Here we go. What you wear to church is a preference, and you have freedom in Christ to decide what exactly you should wear. Now, that doesn't mean that God doesn't care what you wear. He just doesn't care for the same reasons that we human beings tend to care, because the Lord is always interested in the motivations of your heart. What motivates your choices? Why do you make the decisions and take the actions that you do? He's always interested in that. So whatever you decide in your freedom in Christ, whatever you decide to wear to church on a regular basis, it should come out of prayer and it should come out of a well-thought-out conviction. Now in coming to that conviction about what you should wear, Let me give you some motivations of the heart that you should absolutely avoid. These are some bad reasons to dress the way you do. Number one, bad reason, because you want to draw attention to yourself. Not good. Number two, because we're trying to please members of the opposite sex. Number three, because we're trying to be admired for our sense of style. We want to show off how trendy we are. Uh, number four, because we want to show off our expensive things. We want to sort of flash our money based on what we're wearing on the outside. Uh, number five, because we're trying to show off our workout bodies. That is never good. And number six, because we're just being rebellious. We're just, we're going to wear whatever the opposite is of what everybody else is wearing. Friends, listen, all of those bad reasons are rooted in selfishness and exalting self which is the absolute opposite of why we're gathering for worship in the first place, which is to, to shine the spotlight on Christ. Now, a quick caveat on this, just so that we stay within the realm of reasonableness, it is not sinful to want to look presentable on Sunday morning. It is not sinful to want to look good or pleasing to the eye. I think about the way that I dress, the, the choices that I make when I come to church on Sunday morning. And, and by the way, I don't plan this out. Um, I'm not one of those guys who has a million outfits. I go to my closet, I make a decision, I don't think too much about it. But, listen, I mean, I try when I come to church on Sunday to have some sense of style. At the very least, I try to try to match colors. Uh, I try not to look frumpy and old. Uh, but also don't try to look like I'm still in my 20s or 30s like I've seen some preachers do where they just look ridiculous because we should all dress our age. But here's the bottom line. I come to church wearing something that isn't going to be a distraction. I'm not trying to distract people from Christ. I don't, really don't want people to look at what I'm wearing on Sunday and think, oh, he looks really good or he looks this or that. I want people to focus on Christ and his word. So here's the thing, at the end of the day, whatever you put on for church, it's what motivates the heart that either honors or dishonors God. So as you're dressing for church, again, think about it, pray about it, have a conviction about it, and wear something that A, isn't going to distract others, but B, dress in a way that's going to help you focus on the Lord and not on yourself. And again, put some real thought into this. Consider it carefully. If you're married, by the way, it's something that you should do with your spouse so that you agree on this. But ask yourself some key questions as you decide. Am I prideful over this issue? Am I being lazy about this issue? Am I judging others? Am I trying to draw attention to myself in some way? Ask the Lord for wisdom and guidance on this important issue. And then whatever you choose to do, again, because you're free in Christ, make sure you're not holding others to the standard of your conviction because it's your conviction and not theirs. So men, if wearing a tie to church is your conviction, maybe even a full suit, then do it. If you're convinced before the Lord that that's best, then do it. Um, on the other hand, if you feel like you know wearing jeans is going to make you more comfortable and more able to focus your worship on the Lord, then wear your jeans. And ladies, if you feel like wearing a dress or a skirt is more respectful before the Lord, then you should wear that. And if not... Just make sure you wear something that isn't drawing attention to yourself, but is helping you and others focus on the Lord. It's really not that complicated, but we make it complicated. Just understand you're free in Christ. It's a preference issue, and make sure whatever you choose that you're focusing on the Lord. All right, well, I hope hope this was helpful and clarifying. Uh, Listen, I know that navigating church culture can be challenging at times. Sometimes we make it harder than it has to be because we're overthinking and overfeeling everything. But again, hopefully this helped. And friends, if you have any questions or you want to clarify something I've said here today, do not hesitate to reach out to me. Um, Guys, we'll pick it up again next week. We'll deal with another issue about church culture. Until then, remain unshakable and love each other well.